1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse number 18. Wherefore, we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to talk to you for a little while tonight about when life bumps you. Amen. When life bumps you. Many have been the man or woman who was busy pursuing life, living, uh, trying to accomplish dreams and hopes and just get along in life when all of a sudden all of it comes to a screeching halt. And where there had been an open path before, there are pits and holes and obstacles and every kind of thing that you could imagine to prevent them from going forward. And so it happens in life. There are things that come to prevent us from going where we thought we were destined to go. I think all of us, or at least I hope we all do, feel like we're destined for somewhere. I certainly hope that you're not one of the people that doesn't see a future in mind, but you understand that God has something for you and you're busy trying to reach that goal and accomplish that task. But in life, even when you pursue the highest goals, there are going to be times when you are going to run up against obstacles and hindrances. And there are going to be things that will uh, do their best to stop you in your efforts. Life is filled with just such hindrances. Many of them come as roadblocks or setbacks. Uh, things that were unexpected that crop up on the horizon. Events that force us to alter our plans and to step back and regroup. And I don't know, but I do believe that I'm talking to somebody here tonight that's in such a place right now. You have been forced to not necessarily abandon a plan, but you've had to step back and look at it and realize that it might be altered. Things may not go on as you had anticipated or hoped that they would. And when that happens, a lot of people, a lot of us get frustrated. Frustrated by life. And how quickly it can change from everything going our way to nothing going our way. Everybody else gets the promotion and we get overlooked. Everybody else gets the accolades or the acknowledgments that nobody recognizes that we even exist. And so it is. Life comes and goes and there always comes with that flux of life the possibility of hindrances. The economy slips. And all of a sudden, 
that little nest egg that you had set aside and hoping uh, that you would be able to retire on, suddenly it evaporates to where you barely have enough money to buy milk and eggs and must less think about a future in Hawaii or in Florida. And the economy slips and and uh, the money that we had set aside to maybe expand our house or uh, add on something or maybe go on that lifelong vacation, all of a sudden life changes and all of that money is pulled in another direction and we have to step back and alter our plans. We've got to change our strategy and we've got to look at life differently than we were looking at it. Maybe... Maybe the company that you work for downsizes or maybe the city or the job. There's just a myriad of things that happen. Personal dreams are shattered. Plans that we had of a future and and, uh, grandparents and grandbabies and and this idea that uh, one day we would be able to sit on the front porch and and drink lemonade and just watch time go by. That, that, that has evaporated. Death happens and alters our plans and, uh, life, uh, fails and we fail in life and children get into trouble and, and all kinds of things happen. And so what we were pursuing or what we were reaching for or what we were destined for a moment ago now has been blocked. It is no longer accessible or it seems to be no longer accessible. For whatever reason, you cannot seem to get where you need to go. You can't seem to progress in the way that you wanted to progress. The word is hindered. And that's what Paul used and that's how Paul described what had happened to him. He was hindered. He said, I had made plans to come to you not only once but twice. I had made plans to come. That indicates to me that Paul most likely had already begun moving toward Thessalonica from wherever he was. He had already bought some tickets. He had already gotten on at least one vessel and he had already crossed one sea or maybe he had already walked across one continent. I I don't know exactly where he was when he wrote this particular portion of Scripture, but this I know, that he had intended to get there a long time before he got there. But something happened. Things got in the way. There were hindrances. And he he lays the blame at where a lot of it ought to be laid, and that's at the feet of the devil. He said, Satan hindered us. Not just one time, but two times he hindered us. It's interesting that the word hindered in the Greek has a dual meaning. One of those meanings is simply that it, it refers to a road that had so deteriorated uh, by enemy warfare or whatever you want to call it. It had so deteriorated that it was impassable. And so if you could imagine 
a man traveling down a highway, but the further he travels down that road, the more pocket of uh, more holes there are in the road. There, the 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 more uh, rubbish there is in the path, and it became such that he reached a point where he realized. I'm not going to get to Thessalonica on this road. And so he had to go back and he had to regroup and he had to rethink and he had to pray and he had to get his mind and his thoughts together and look at it again because the road he was traveling at that moment was no longer going to allow him to accomplish the dream or the desire that he had in his heart and that was to get to Thessalonica. And so Paul said we were hindered, not just once, but twice. Twice we set out. Twice we purchased tickets. Twice we invested in our efforts. And they came to nothing because uh, the road had been bombed out. Satan sabotaged our plans. How many of us sitting here tonight have had to travel down some roads of late that have been bombed out by our enemy. How many of us sitting here tonight that have had a goal in mind and we've had a destination in view and we knew where we wanted to go and we thought we knew how to get there, but as we travel down that road, all of a sudden we realize that it isn't going to happen. It's just... It's not going to be, at least not on this highway, at least not at this time. And so it was for Paul. And so he used the word to describe the hindering forces that intersect our lives and try to keep us from seeing our dreams come true or keep us from going where God has destined us to go. Not once, but twice multiple setbacks. If you're here tonight and you feel snake bitten and you feel like that nobody's got your kind of luck, let me just tell you the Apostle Paul can identify with a snake bit person. He he can identify with that man that not just one time, but twice has tried it. And, you know, the world looks at us and they say, you know what, three times and you're out. And so we kind of get the idea that maybe we need to think something differently or go somewhere else, but not the case with Paul. The journey had to be temporarily abandoned or maybe it had to be altered due to what had come his way. He had to rethink his strategy and how he was going to get through. And so it is in life. We go along and everything's going our way and everything's pleasing and pleasant and everybody's smiling at us and everybody's on our side and then all of a sudden everywhere we turn we see nothing but the face of the devil. Amen. Praise God. I'll take a Baptist nod tonight. That's all right. Amen. Not sliding the Baptist. I'd rather have that than nothing at all. But I'm just, you know, we go along and 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 we have all of our plans set in order and and we've checked the highway out i know you well enough to know that you're not careless you don't just come up with these frivolous nighttime dreams and get up the next morning and go about doing those things 
I am certain that you planned it out. And I am certain that you did all that you could do to make sure that it worked. But it didn't. It hasn't. And so Paul said we were hindered. Everybody say we were hindered. The enemy sabotaged the highway. He blew up the bridges. We had to go back. We had to regroup. We had to rethink. The term hindered is what Paul had in mind when we think about those terms. But that wasn't the only meaning. The other meaning of the word came from the athletic realm and it referred to a man who was in a race. He was headed for the goal. He was reaching, striving, straining every muscle, every sinew in his being to to accomplish this goal, to reach the end of this race. And right in the middle of this race, right in the midst of his running, out of nowhere comes this other athlete. Out of nowhere comes this other person. And he comes into his lane and he bumps him. He elbows him and pushes him completely out of the race and out of the arena. And that was what Paul had in mind when he talked about these hindrances that he had encountered. He said... We were going along, running the race of life, and we were putting everything we had into it, and out of nowhere, we got elbowed. Out of nowhere, somebody put an elbow in our side and just shoved us out, knocked us off our stride, got us out of our rhythm. And, and in racing, I, when I was in, in, in track, you had to stay in, on, on the track, I mean, if... You, you might be able to change lanes depending on the kind of race you were running, but you never got outside the arena because if you got outside the arena, you were disqualified. And the terminology refers to such a bump, such a hit, that it would literally knock the person out of their lane, not into somebody else's lane, but completely out of the arena or off the track. And so it was. Paul said, that's what I feel like. We were, we were pursuing something good. We were going after something worthy. Thessalonica deserved the gospel. Certainly we wanted to come. We had the passion and the heart to do it. But right in the middle of our efforts, it's just like life elbowed us and knocked us out of the race. And so it is. There are people here tonight that have been elbowed out of your stride. You have been elbowed out of your, your, your lane, so to speak, running fervently, trying to do the best that you could, trying to live for God the only way you know how, being a sincere, not perfect, not without fault, but at least we're trying, we're striving, and right in the midst of all of that, there's a force that comes into our life and it literally just shoves us over Have you ever felt like life has just shoved you out of the way? Have you ever felt like maybe some of you feel like that tonight, that you've just been elbowed out of the race, that you've just been bumped and you lose your edge? You you, you had a moment ago or a month ago or a few weeks ago. I, I think that's a lot of what we're dealing with right now in our church. It's like we've been going along and we've had all of these bad things happen 
And the devil has used that to knock us out of our stride. And, and we've gotten out. Of, we, we've lost that edge about us. It's, it's like we don't know what to do now. We're out of sorts. We, we know where we're supposed to be going, but we can't seem to get there. We know what we want to do, but we can't seem to accomplish what we want. And so what, what do we do? Paul said we were hindered not just once but twice in that manner. We were elbowed. We lost the edge. Can you imagine the Apostle Paul saying that? That something happened that caused him to lose the edge. Something caused him to lose his focus for a moment. Something happened that caused him to lose uh, that, that passion, that desire that he needed. And he had for the Thessalonians, whatever it was, you need to understand tonight that that is, the, that is Satan's tactic. It is to elbow you and I and throw us uh, into a place that we're not comfortable. And if so, if possible, knock us out of the race. And it comes unexpected. You're, you just go sprawling. All of this is designed to throw us off our tracks and to get us out of the race and out of the picture. Paul had no doubt that this is what happened to him. And so he said, for your encouragement, I'm sure it will happen to you as well. This is what happened. The devil had engineered an attack. I am convinced that the devil has engineered some attacks against this church. I am convinced of that. I have no doubt. And it's like we're stumbling we, we know where our heart is. We know where our mind is. But we can't seem to get the direction right. And so it is tonight that we press on. Life cuts us off. Life cuts in on us. And it knocks us out of our stride. So what are you going to do? What, when something like this happens, when something like this transpires, that is designed to prevent us from reaching our goal. Satan's intent is to keep you from reaching home. His intent is to somehow get you so frustrated and so aggravated that you give up. What do you do? I want to give you three or four very simple points tonight. But number one, you and I must remember that we're not the first to encounter these kind of difficulties. Amen. Now, I know that doesn't sound very encouraging to you, but it ought to be because a lot of times the devil tries to make us think that it's all our fault. That we're the only one going through this and we're the only one dealing with this when the truth is you're not the only one that this has happened to. It's happened to a lot of people. It's happened to many of us. And not only that, it happened to the Apostle Paul. Folks, you couldn't be in any better company than that. You ought to smile tonight just to know that you're in the, in the company of the Apostle Paul. That if it happened to him, hey God, I don't, I'm no better than the Apostle Paul. I'm no better than Jesus. Jesus had his time with the elbow as well. So remember that you're not the first to encounter it. Number two, remember this, that altered plans do not mean ended plans. Just because life 
has changed and your address has changed and your location or whatever, that doesn't mean that the plan has ended. That that doesn't mean that you're not going to get there. It just simply means that you're going to have to go back and look at it again and pray a little more and wait perhaps a little time. You know, timing with God is really everything. And there are times when we get to moving and we're in the Spirit and we're in the, what we think is the will of God, but we're a little bit ahead of what God wants. And so God allows things to happen. God allows things to come into our life. He even allowed Satan into Job's life not to destroy him, but to develop him. And so it is with you and I that there's going to be at times an altering of our plans, but it's not the end of our plans. And they may need to be amended, but it's not over until God says it's over. Amen. Somebody said amen. You may not get it the way you planned it, but you can still get it. Praise God. Praise God. It may not be as smooth as you thought it was going to be, but you can still have it because an altered plan does not mean an ended plan. Number three, remember that Satan can hinder, but he cannot halt the work of God in your life. The breakthrough is going to come. God's going to make a way for you to get through. No matter what the situation at the moment seems, despite everything around you, don't despair because the story is not over yet. The devil may have had his say, but he doesn't have the last say. He may have had his word, but he doesn't get the last word. And regardless of what he has tried to do, God has a plan for my life. Amen. Somebody ought to say that right now. God has a plan for my life. If you are a child of God tonight, your life is not governed by hindrances. It's governed by heaven. Did you hear me? If you're a child of God, your life is not governed by all of these external things that happen to you It is determined by what God planned and purposed for you before the world began. Amen. If you don't know what to do and you don't know how to get past this moment that you're in, look to the Word of God and keep your focus and don't lose your vision of what that Word said. That Word said... I am convinced that He is able to keep that which I have committed to Him against that day. It says that if God be for me, who can be against me? It said that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The Bible said, the Word said, that I will go with you always, even to the ends of the earth. Lo, I am with you always. I'm here to tell somebody tonight, you need to lift up your eyes and you need to look back to Him. And if you've got to wait a moment for the vision to clear, God will clear your vision. But He's still got a plan for every one of us in this building. And when you hit, when you hit an impasse, what actions you take to counter the roadblock or the attacks are the keys to rising up again. And this is what I've learned in life. I may get bumped but he can't bounce me. Amen.
I may be down, but I'm coming back up. Praise God. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. The Bible says that a just man falleth seven times. Listen to that. A just man, not a sinner man, not a reprobate, not a scoundrel, not a, not a scallywag, but a good man, a faithful man, a blessed man, a man whose God, whose hand, God, God has his hand upon his life. That kind of man, the Bible said, falls seven times, but he gets back up. You know who the devil can't defeat? The man that won't stay down. The woman that will not stay down. So when life bumps you and it knocks you out of your stride and you have to step back and regroup, regroup but go on. Amen. Regroup but dream again. Regroup but believe again. Because Paul did get to Thessalonica. He did. It didn't happen when he wanted to, and it didn't happen in the way that he wanted to, but he did get there. He had a few bumps. He got knocked out of the lane a time or two. He got pushed over. Life sabotaged his plans and his dreams. But you know what? He realized that no matter what life did or what the devil did, it could not undo what God had done. And God had planned for him. God had planned for him to be in Thessalonica. God had planned for him to preach the gospel to the world, to the known world, to all of Asia. God saw that in a man who was going about persecuting the church. And God said, that's the guy I want. That's the man I want on my team. And God began to draw him and deal with him. And God brought him to that hour of conversion. And so now it doesn't matter what has happened in my life. It cannot undo what God has planned for my life. The Bible said of God, I know the thoughts I have of you. They are thoughts of peace. Amen. They are thoughts of peace. They are thoughts of progress. They are thoughts of prosperity. To give you an expected end or to give you a desired or treasured end. God doesn't want any of us to end up in, in the end of life frustrated and aggravated and burn out and given out. God wants to see us pass through those gates into that eternal city where he will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. You had a few setbacks, but you got back. You know what, somebody, I don't even know who said it, but somebody said that a setback is nothing more than, a, than God getting you ready for a comeback. And I, I kind of feel like that's probably what the Apostle Paul's trying to tell me. Yeah, you're going to get bumped. Life's going to put an elbow into you. It's going to put you down. It's going to knock you to your knees, but you just get up, regroup, go home, look at it again. Dream again, plan again, purpose again, because the devil cannot stop God's work. Amen. Praise God. Amen. If I didn't believe that, folks, I would quit tonight. Amen. Let's stand together. God 
has his hand on this church. And no matter what happens, no matter what has happened, no matter how spastic we may seem at times, I am convinced we're going to get it back. Amen. I said we're going to get it back. We're going to get our movement back. We're going to get our stride back. We're going to get our praise back. We're going to get our enthusiasm back. We're going to get our joy back. Amen. We're going to get our smile back. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, we're going to get it back. And we're going to be able to turn and look at our enemy as we pass him by and wave and say, sorry, fella. (laughs) Sorry about this guy, but I have things to do and places to go. and God's got a plan for my life. Some of you have taken some hard knocks this year. Some of you have been gut punched. Anybody ever been sucker punched before? Just out of nowhere, unexpected. And usually a sucker punch comes from somebody that you trust or at least you think you do. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they just lay one on you and it just curls you over, knocks the breath out of you. Amen. Life does that sometimes. You lose a job. You lose a house. You lose a dream. Or it seems that it's lost. But nothing's ever lost with God. Amen. Nothing's ever lost. All you've got to do is just wait on Him. All you've got to do is just trust in Him. All you've got to do is just keep believing. Amen. Just keep believing. Praise God. That's what I like about the Apostle Paul. No matter what happened to him, he never quit believing. I'm sure there were people that laughed at him and there were people that mocked him and I am certain that circumstances laughed at him. Paul never quit believing. And he never quit reaching. Because of that, all those were just minor blips on the screen. Every beating, every shipwreck, every imprisonment of his life, Paul said, it's nothing. It's nothing compared to the glory that I'm about to receive. He never lost sight of where he was going. Listen to me tonight, folks. I don't care what life does to you. I don't care if it puts you down on your knees. Don't lose sight of where you're going. Don't forget God has a plan for you. And don't forget that the devil may hinder but he cannot halt the will of God for your life. You ought to lift your hands right now and thank him for that right now. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord.